Hey, 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 this is your girl, Lady Fetterman, coming to you with the Woman Stand Up podcast. First and foremost, I would like to apologize for the last podcast. It was not edited very well at all. So I sincerely want to tell you guys and my listeners to my followers that I sincerely apologize for not being a good editor. Hopefully I will get to a point where I will have somebody that can edit it for me. Maybe I'll get blow up and all that good stuff and I'll have an editor. Until then, you have your girl trying to record, edit it and everything all at once. But I will say that I would definitely work on that going forward because we don't want those type of mishaps. Anyway, I just come to talk to you guys on a day. I know it's been a minute. I am like so much that I want to talk about so much that I want to catch up with you guys. Um, And I don't know where to start. So anyway, I'm going to start with my latest on today. I would have a posed a question. Let me put it this way. I posed a question for you ladies. We all know the saying that hurt people hurt people, right? So on today, I pose a question. We know that hurt people hurt people. I understand that. Because they are hurt, they don't know how to love. They don't know how to um, communicate. But my question on today is, when is enough enough? Like, I get that hurt people hurt people. They're trying to, they put up walls to protect their self. But when it comes to a point where you started lashing out at people that has not done anything to you, when do enough become enough? Um... And I'm going to take a, um, a little second to pause to explain what I'm talking about. I won't be using any names or any of that matter, but I'm just going to say, let's say you have a person that have an issue for 20, 30 years almost, and yet they're constantly throwing these issues at you or in your face. And you might have not been the one that dealt with that issue with that particular person, but you know the issue they're talking about and they well within their rights. They've been hurt. They've been broke. But when do it become enough to where they're throwing it at you because you know the issue at hand and the slurs are really hurting you? Um, And I'm trying to think of a way without going all into details because, you know, I can go into details, but out of respect for the person, I will not. So I'm going to say, let's say, um, God, this is hard. This is hard, guys, without putting it out there. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to put it like this. Let's say you grew, you did not grow up with a person. Um, but you was related to that person. However, you should have grown up with that person. Um, but because of circumstances, maybe they were adopted. Maybe they went into foster care. Maybe they got locked up, but what have you, that circumstance caused you guys not to grow up together. But now you guys have reconnected and you have good moments in your life. But at times they, they go into a spad. I did not grow up with y'all. I did not do this with y'all. At a point that can become very offensive to the person that didn't have anything to do with it because they were children growing up together. It is the adult's fault for the things that transpired in these two children's lives. Now, I agree they both had two separate experiences um, or maybe they didn't. Uh, Let's just say one ended up in jail, one ended up in uh, um 
society adopted or whatever. Maybe this other child grew up at home, but if if it was toxic for you, then maybe it was toxic for the person that stayed at home as well. Um, but they don't take it out on you, but you were constantly, and I get you're lashing out, you're hurting, but when do a, enough get enough? Let's just say they got counseling, so they've gotten better, but there is still moments that they lash out. I need to know from you guys. I need to know from the audience. What do you do in a situation like that? Do you uh, walk away from this person and let them continue to wallow in their own pity. Um, because I feel like at my personal opinion, I feel like you can throw those things out to enough and people will forgive you so many times because let's just say the person, um, will lash out and they will put, they will cut people off and then maybe they come back around in a month or a year or two. They come back around. But when they come back around, it's as though nothing has happened. Or let's say, and this is a different person, but basically the same. I'm talking about two or three different analogies here, but I'm trying to get you guys to understand where I'm coming from. Let's just say this this other person, they, they, they do the same exact thing. But when you come back around and you try to confront them with the conversation of this sort, they're like, oh, that's old news. Let's brush it under the rug. And let's say you do that for the first two or three times, four or five, six or seven, whatever the case may be. How, when do enough become enough? And let's just say you are the type of person, let's sit down, have the tough conversations, hash it out so that we don't have to deal with this situation anymore or dealing with this situation going forward. Let's just say you did sit down and you hashed it out and they understood that, they, that you loved them and that you were a child. They understood in that moment that you were a child and you had no control over that situation um, and you let them know as best as you could that you love them, that you hear for them, that you support them, that you knew what they've been through and that you accept it. Um, but when does it become enough for them to continue to lash out at you knowing that, okay, she understands or he understands and they sympathize with what I am going through so they'll forgive me. So I just want to know, you know, the, you know, the drill ladies and gentlemen, because apparently I have some gentlemen watching the pot, listening to the podcast as well. I'm sorry. Listening, listening, listening. Um, hit me up, you know, womenstandupyahoo.com or you can go to my page, Women Stand Up Facebook group and just post your comments, guys. I want to know. Anyway, with that being said, um, we're going to talk about a book that I read on on um, on this week or prior to this coming up. Let me put it that way. And so it kind of hits similar to what I'm talking about. Family issues and things that you go to and how this young lady overcame the issues that she went through. So at this time, we're going to take a break. But, you know, I got to take the break. You got to take the break. And so I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about this 
other situation and what I think and my prospects on it. And of course, you know, I'm going to do my nuggets at the end. I'm always going to leave you guys with a positive mindset, with a positive reinforcement, because as we know, we're dealing with issues here, but we also want to make sure we leave you feeling hopeful, feeling um, uplifted and continue to walk on and to continue to grow as I grown because I've dealt with issues of the sort. I have family issues of my own and we're, we, we will get into that in this podcast, but I'm, I'm definitely going to make sure I come across it in a respectful way for everybody that's involved. But it's things that we need to talk about. And when they say, when you grow, you strengthen your brother. So Yes, we're definitely going to be talking about that. The other thing is I still have worked on the podcast that we have talked about talking to gentlemen about what a real man wants. That's going to be in a later podcast. I know you guys are like, oh, you keep hearing it, but I just keep getting more and more information talking to different gentlemen. I, you know, as you know, I'm a hairstylist, so I do um, cut gentlemen and I ask them questions and they sit in my chair just to get man perspective. And I promise you they are legit men. We talked about this before. They're legit men. So I'm going to be putting that down in a podcast, hopefully very soon. I'm going to try to continue to get up on it like I should. And so with that being said, we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about this book when we return. All right, all right, your girl is back. Lady Fetterman here. And we're going to be talking about, you guys may have known her, you may not. Um, If you're into gospel music, then you know who she is. She was a very popular singer back in the day. Her sisters, I believe, and her brothers had created a group. But anyway, she started singing solo. And right before she passed, um, it was around about during COVID or something like that. She became very popular on Facebook. Her name anyway is Doris Pisces. She wrote a book called, or either her sister wrote the book, I believe, because the book didn't come out until after she passed. So I think she might have started the book and the sister finished the process. But it's called Position to Purpose. And then today we're talking about hurt people. Right in her book, which I'm not going to go through here and read the whole book and talk, you know, word for word, because then I think that would not be fair to the person you need to buy the book and go read it. But I do want to talk about some things that had happened in her life. And she was a singer. Her family was really, really close. I think she was raped or molested, however you want to say it, by her uncle. And so she had to learn the process of forgiveness from a family member, which is kind of the things that I have dealt with in my past, kind of similar, not necessarily an uncle. We're not going into those type of details. Um, then she also had an issue with her husband, which she found out that he was gay. She had a son by him and he ended up with four blown AIDS. And she talks about the process of forgiving, going through and forgiving these people. Now, I don't know if they ever ended up in jail or ended up um, locked up or whatever the case, especially her uncle. I have no clue, no recollection of that. But um, this just brings the topic that we were talking about earlier and the things that um, 
people go through and that we do not want to talk about as a society, especially in the African-American community. It could possibly happen in other nationalities, but I do really hear a lot of it in the African-American community. Um, But when I listened, when I read her story, her story was so amazing and so powerful. And she let us know that the only way that she could really seek true forgiveness was pulling from a higher power. And that's what I want to leave with you guys on today. This is not going to be long. It's not going to be short. Not going to, and it's probably not going to be sweet. <laughs> but even in my situation at, that I have went through as a youngster, um, might not have been as bad as other people. And when I hear other people's story, I'm thinking, wow, like Joyce Myers. Joyce Myers, if you know who she is, go get her podcast, YouTube her, and check out her story and that she tells what happened to her as she grown up as a youngster. Anyway, so um, I just want to say to you guys that me too, it took me pulling from a higher power to overcome some things that really devastated me in my past. Um, and I've learned in my past that some people love you the best way that they can. Some people don't know how to love because they weren't shown how to love. And I know you're probably like, what is she talking about? But I promise you that I am going somewhere with this. And maybe some people out there, you know what exactly what I am talking about. And without disrespecting anybody, and I may go into this later on in grave detail, according to however the Holy Ghost leads me to talk about it, because I know that this is... um the reason that I birthed this podcast because of the things that I've overcome, some things I am still overcoming and some things I still have to work on because, um, the people that were supposed to love me weren't shown how to love. And this is what I believe they wasn't shown how to love, or maybe they were shown how to love by certain people, but not by the people that mainly should have. And that's my opinion. I don't have actual facts on that, but I have come to the conclusion that these people only loved me best, the best of their ability. And that's all they could give. Um, and so with that being said, I had to learn that um, hurt people hurt people. That's what we are talking about today. And because they don't know how to love, because they were showing hurt in my mind and in my recollects, tell me if I'm wrong that they think that hurting people is love. I have had situations where I'm asking you a question and you completely do the opposite of what I want for, uh, how do you say it? I'm trying to think of a way to say it. All right, I'm going to use this example. There's a time in my life I wanted to get my license. Um, but I didn't have my ID. I didn't have my social security card. There were people that had this information for me, but refused to give it to me. Not because they lost it, not because they misplaced it. They just didn't want to give it to me. Help me to understand how do a person that is supposed to love you 
keeps that from you. And that was a hard pill for me to swallow. And as I became an adult and I started to cope with the issues that were in my life, I took these people, set them down in a public arena and tried to have a woman to adult to adult conversation with them and got nowhere. And I couldn't understand for the life of me why we can't sit down and talk about the issues because my truth is my truth and your truth might be something else. Like for instance, I'm going to take my son. My son thinks he had the most horrible life growing up. Um, I made him uh, do chores or I gave him allowance that was probably like $5. And um, some people may have not given their children that or may have not given their children allowance at all. So his perspective, and I've always, as a mother, be like, hey, is there anything? And I try to keep that communication open so that maybe one day he will sit down and want to be like, hey, mom, this is how I felt. And I can sit down and tell you, hey, this is how it was. Because let's take, for instance, um, what is his name? I can see his face. T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes thought his father did not love him. And I'm just using him as an example because he has already put his own story out there. And as he became a father, he realized that it wasn't that his father did not love him. His father handled each child accordingly. And he learned that some children, you can be open and blunt with and it not phase them. And then there are some children that you got to take the sweet words, if you will, approach with them. Baby, you can do it. It's okay. It's going to do better next time because on how each and every one of them children is. Now, me as adult and being transparent as I can be, I loved my child to the best of my ability. I gave him piano lessons. He took swimming lessons, but I am a blunt and upfront type of person. And as I gotten older, I learned that there is different types of personality, different types of love languages. I had my husband and my son take this during the pandemic. And I found out that I didn't love my son the way he, he perceived loved. So for me, as a high eye, I am, what am I? I am a physical touch. I had to think about it. Sorry, guys, for the delay and affirmations. So if I'm not receiving that, my husband is uh, actions. I don't know how to actually say it. I can't think of it, but it's actions, doing things for him, doing things and something else. I can't remember. So if I'm giving my husband affirmations and physical touch and that's not his love language his is doing things for him actions I can't think of the words off the top of my head I'm sorry guys I'm sorry but if his is actions and um quality time my son's is quality time and something um so if I'm not giving him quality time and actions that, and I know that's not the word, but I can't think of it. Anywho, if I'm not giving him them two things, but I'm giving him affirmations and physical touch, which is mine, then I'm not loving him at all. He's not going to feel love. And that's what I learned about my son. Even though I loved him the best that I knew how or how I thought love felt, it necessarily did not come across to him as love 
all the time. Now, I do know there was times that I proceed to give him the quality time, which he craved because I would take him out during his birthday. And sometimes it would just me and him to go out and eat. Have it, I call it the dinner date or whatever you wanted to call it. Me and my son, we went and we bonded together, which is his love language, quality time. I didn't know that. However, if I had known that, I could have spent more quality time with him. There was times that he was playing the piano and he always wanted me there in the room. Listen, mom, I'm like, bro, I can't stand over top of you 24-7 while you play a piano. You got to learn that on your own. And I think that kind of discouraged him from wanting to learn the piano. Had I known that was one of his love languages, I'd be like, okay, I would have let him play for a little while. And then once you have gotten the touch, I would have went in and be like, okay, let me hear it. Which I did do that sometime, but I could have done it more frequently, if you understand what I'm saying. So, as I've grown up and got kids, and I know I took the long way around, I have learned that maybe what you were saying to me was your love language, but necessarily didn't come across to me as love of as my love language, if you understand what I'm saying. So, um, Listening to this young lady, I mean, I really suggest you guys to read the book. It is an amazing story. It will blow your mind. It just lets you know how God works in mysterious ways to me, how he came to her and let her know what was going on in a dream. And I have multiple dreams that have came to pass. And we're going to get into it in this podcast. We're going to unleash some stuff. We're going to release some stuff. And we are going to really get into the thickness of the fact that um God speaks and he speaks mightily um I don't know how much I'm going to release I don't know how little or how much let me put it that way but as God give me utterance as I go grow in grace then I will release more but I'm trying to ease my way into this because it's new for me it's new Um, But I know that's what he has called me to do, um, to release this podcast and as I get comfortable. But I'm also, my thing is to to, to try to think about the feelings of my um, family members because they may come across this podcast. Um, And so that's what I want to presume that I am doing things respectfully, even though my story is my story and my truth is my truth. So... But anyway, back to this, going back to this um, book, I really suggest you read it. It's an awesome book, but it just shows you power of healing. And we all need to be healed from one thing or another. As you go into the world, you're going to be offended. And I learned that being offended is going to come highly. I don't care what it said. Some people could say something and not even know they offended you, but you take that on with you for a very long time. And then you take and you use that to hurt other people because it hurted you. Um, and some people know that they're hurting you and they just don't care. But um, we want to go into it and we want to deal with the fact that these things are taking transpiring and are happening 
And so um, I just want to come out with a bunch of different topics and I'm just really just lollygagging right now. So I'm going to end this podcast because I just really wanted to talk about that. And I just really wanted to get you guys in part on this. I am going to come out with a later down the line um, part two of hurt people hurt people because I'm really just trying to get you guys aspect and then we're going to really dig into it. Um, but that's what I really wanted to talk about. We talked about in the beginning, um, hurt people, hurting people and dealing with family members issues. And maybe you might have some family members issues that you dealing with. I don't care if you heard this podcast two years from now, three years from now, hit the email up women stand up at yahoo.com or get on the Facebook group. Women stand up, find my name, Danielle C. Fetterman and hit me up. I want you guys information and, um, um, input on this. I really do. And there's a lot of other things that I'm going to want you guys input on. So we are going to grow together and we're going to make mistakes together, but I promise you that we are going to get through this. I don't know how, I don't know when, And I don't know where, but we will get through this. We will make it to the other side. And I have came a long ways. So that's the reason. And I do know the unction of the Holy Ghost led me to start this podcast so that we could definitely get to the other side together. Okay. And so I'm going to end it on that note, guys. This one was short, sweet. I just wanted to touch bases and I'm going to start doing it very more often because I've literally had this podcast a year and only did three podcasts. So that is a no, no. And I literally paid for the domain name and everything. So we don't want to just be wasting it. And I have really been lagging and dragging my feet because I feel inadequate. If I can be transparent with you, even though I have grown through the process, I just feel like who am I to try to help other people through this? Um, but then I say a part of me says, who am I not? Because you have to be open and transparent with people and let them know that you've been through this stuff. A lot of people like to shun it under the rug and pretend like they all this and that, and they've been through nothing. And I don't want to be that type of girl. I want to let you know my struggles is real and I'm constantly going through things and I'm constantly growing. We're going to talk about it on down to hurt people, hurt people, family issues, work-related issues, girl, because we got some stuff about that. And in my latest one, I promise you, I promise you, that might not be the next one, but it will be the one after that. We talked about the guys. We talked about it early. We're going to talk about the guys. Absolutely. Okay, guys? Um, So I'm going to end this podcast. It's a short and sweet one, but nevertheless, you guys enjoy your night. It's getting warm outside. So I just want to say live your best life, but most important, foremost, don't lose your integrity over the summer. Don't lose who you are. I know everybody is running around in these TikTok jeans want to show off their cupcakes, but let me just tell you, have some integrity, integrity about yourself because all guys are doing is seeing what they already wanted to see. Um, they're hollering at you disrespectfully. Like who wants to live up to that? So anyway, I'm not trying to come down on nobody. If you like that and you like that type of attention, by all means necessary, help yourself. But I just want to tell you as a woman that it takes away, it chips at you little by little. Um, 
And then you have to end up rebuilding yourself. And by the time you realize it, the chip that you, um, you, you, you not feeling very well. Um, so yeah, anywho, we'll get more into that later on into the podcasts, but know that your girl truly, truly loves you. And I want the best for you. And so we're going to work on this together. As I grow, we're going to grow together until we talk again. Your girl, Lady Fetterman is out. Peace.